0: Today, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005.
1: Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, Occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Well, another major has been completed for the 2022 golfing season and another 20-something-year-old has declared himself not just as one of the best ball strikers on planet Earth, but a major champion. And maybe England's answer to the young wave of Americans wanting the next Thing mantle. Matt Fitzpatrick held his nerve to win at the Country Club yesterday, finishing with a round of 68 to edge Will Zalatoris, who again falls one shot short of his major, ma- major triumph. Paul Hingab was covering the event for the BBC. He's with us now. G'day, Paul. How are you doing?
2: I'm doing very well, thanks. How are you lot?
1: Yeah, no, we're good down here, mate. We love our golf in um, New Zealand. Unfortunately, our two Kiwis, Foxy and Danny Lee, didn't even make the cut. Whereas your man, he went on to, well, close it out in quite impressive fashion. How good was Matt Fitzpatrick over the week?
2: I mean, he was he, he was stellar, wasn't he? I mean, he, he had maybe not the best couple of rounds in the middle, but that final round, I mean, it, we're still in a bit of a daze over here because obviously it's quite late at night. But I think when, it all, when it's all said and done and the dust has settled, that will be one of the best final rounds in a major. I think we've ever seen, really, just to, to hold his nerve the way he did under... You know, constant pressure from Will Zalatoris, constant pressure from Scotty Scheffler, and you know the bunker shot on eighteen. That will be one of the great closing shots of any major. You know, no real, work, no real place to go. Does he chip out? No, not a bit of it. He, he straight away said, "I'm going for this." Went for the green. Had to play a high cut. You know, across all kinds of trouble. You know, if that if that doesn't go the right way, if he mishits that, he's gone. You know, that's he's not even getting into a playoff. He has done. And it's to pull off that shot and forced Will Galatouris to try and make a putt for about 15 feet just to get into a playoff. I mean, it's unbelievable stuff from Fitzpatrick, and I think all of England is very, very proud of that young man.
0: Yeah, I'd say. I've been up there when Feldo was winning loads of tournaments. He said it in his post-match tournament uh, media conference that he would like to win six major champions. Do you see him as the answer to, to the Nick Fowler days uh, up there in
2: England? Possibly. I mean, he's, he's obviously he's the lead and possibly only candidate in England at the moment. I mean, we've we've had that, the old guard of the Poulters and the Westwoods and the Donalds never managed to get over the line to get that job done, you know, in the majors. He's got one. He's only 27. He's got plenty of golf left in him yeah. And I think importantly, he's got the game. You know, he hasn't got one real strength. He hasn't got one real weakness and I think his major strength now is just his mentality. I mean, he started the final group at the USPGA at Southern Hills, and he shot 73 to finish fifth. Never really got into that tournament, really, but he started that day three back, and he, he never really got the sense. But I must admit, from the first tee shot he, he hit at uh, Brooklyn, you knew he was on his game. This guy was, was going to take something special to beat this guy. He's got an all-round game. He can put. he can chip, he can hit irons. And his major flaw... Used to be that he wasn't as big He couldn't hit it as long as the big guys Well he can hit it now He's sneaky long He he can send it out there a good way Trust me And with the Open coming up in three weeks From a guy who's brought up on on Lynx Golf I mean it would be a brave man to back against him
1: Yeah we'll cover the Open in a wee bit Paul I'd love to get your theories on uh, this year's Open Because I think it's going to be a little bit special as well at the old course but you make the point he he actually said I think back when Bryson DeChambeau was smashing 18 eggs and six protein shakes a day he said oh anybody anybody could get bigger off the tee it's not hard the hard thing to do is accuracy is it true he's recorded every one of his shots since he was about 13 years of age because I've seen that reported a couple of places but it sounds insane
2: it, it does sound insane, but him and Eduardo Molinari have a special database going where they, they input all the numbers. And yes, from about 15, I, I think it's pro as, rounds as well. But I mean, people have said it's every single shot, even just messing about with mates. It just shows the attention to detail, this guy. He's one of the hardest workers on the tour. You leave no stone unturned, and you've got to these days. You know, Like you said, Brooks can come up there. Uh, Bryson can come up there, Dustin Johnson, and they send it such a long way. It's hard for guys like Fitzpatrick and your normal pro golfer to keep up with them. Now, whether they'll have to face these guys in the majors coming up is a different story with live Golf and all the other shenanigans around in the world of golf at a minute. But let's not forget Fitzpatrick can hit it. You know, he's not short these days. He can hit it as far as he needs to. And he's such a good iron player. He's such a good chipper now as well. Even with that funny chip and grip that he's got, that nobody seems to know how how in the world he gets that to work. But he's such a good player. He, you know, he can he can match anyone these days. And I just think he's he's a absolutely he's, he's a credit to himself, a credit to England. And I think he's only just getting started as well, which could be the scary thing for the rest of the tour.
0: Hey, Paul, did the did the pedigree of um, Matt Fitzpatrick, Did it sort of catch everyone off guard, or was it? Been a story that's been brewing underneath up up there in England, and then everyone knew that uh, an, a champion uh, was in the making.
2: I think this is one. I think this is a definite one. Depends on which side of of the Atlantic you sit on, whether you, you thought he could win a major or not. You know, he's won seven times on the DP World Tour, European Tour, as we think to call it, in some places. You know, you don't win seven times if you can't play golf. You know, winning any golf tournament with, you know, mm-hmm. 150-odd players trying to win it is is really tough. And to close out seven, and big ones, you know, big ones in Dubai and stuff, you know, the guy can win. He won the 2013 Amateur Championship, US Amateur, as we know, at the same course at Brooklyn. And that was a stacked field. You know, Bryson was in that field. Scotty Scheffler was in that field. That was a hell of an amateur field that he, that he beat at Brooklyn as well. And now he's doubled up you know, only, only Matt Fitzpatrick and Jack Nicklaus have won the US Open and the US Amateur at the same course. Matt Fitzpatrick is the only non-American to win the US Amateur and the US Open. That is a hell of a pedigree that he's got for himself now. And I think it's just for us on this side of the, of the Atlantic and England, I think it's just confirmation of the fact that he's got a, a major game. I think in America, it might have taken them by surprise a little bit because he, he doesn't play there full time. He plays as, He plays across the world really but in Europe and in America but I think over here we've always known he's got the game we did wonder after the US PGA that final round was a worry you know was that the pressure that just got to him but he's answered that and then some as well
1: yeah he certainly has now uh, you called it shenanigans before what's going on with LIV golf uh, <laughs> it's a very interesting time to be a <laughs> professional golfer i i kind of wondered with the Live golf Uh, set up if it was actually the DP World Tour or the European game that was more at risk of being hollowed out and devalued just by nature of what the the makeup of the field is going to look like um, Yeah, your Westwoods your Poulter's, those guys sitting around the table do you think that Uh, English and European golf desperately needed this major champion like we've got obviously John Rahm for European golf was huge but Matt Fitzpatrick as an English golfer and as a really well-spoken young dude who has a bit of that kind of Justin Thomas um, Rory McIlroy he's got that glint he's got that flair he's got that polish do you think that you really needed that and he's come along and won this tournament the perfect time?
2: I think with the, the European Tour, DP World Tour it is such an interesting situation. I think you've got to almost separate the two things out. In that, players like John Rahm and, and McIlroy, and even Fitzpatrick to an extent, you know, they're not, you know, they don't play exclusively on the European Tour. You know, Westwood and Poulter, they did not play exclusively on the European Tour. They play mainly on the PGA Tour. The big events on the PGA Tour, they turn up there. They turn up for the big events and the odd smaller events over here in the European Tour, but most of the time they're playing on the PGA Tour. So the new-lived golf, it's not really stealing players from, from the um, from the European Tour. It's ma- mainly taking the big PGA Tour, big names off them. And I think what's fascinating really is now they're banned from the PGA Tour, the European Tour has a really big decision to make because, you know, for 14 weeks of the year they'll be playing, but a lot of other weeks you're going to have the likes of um, you know, Dustin Johnson and Phil Mickelson and Westwood and Polter, who have got nothing to do. They can't play on the PGA Tour because they're suspended. Will the European Tour then allow those guys in and sort of launch almost a, a war against the PGA Tour with providing them an alternative place to play? Now, they've got a strategic alliance with the PGA Tour, in inverted commas, because we've not really seen much of that. Whether they could also ban those players and sort of make sure that they can only play and live and nowhere else. is. Is is the big question facing the European Tour, but he he's a great ambassador for European golf, Matt Fitzpatrick. European Tour is slightly different story, just because he doesn't play in the, those events week in week out. He turns up for the big ones. So, for the European for the European golf, it's it's fantastic, and hopefully going towards the Ryder Cup and things like that, he'll be you know our leaders along with with Rory and Ram for the European Tour and their battle against live golf. I, I think it's a different story altogether.
0: Hey, Paul, we're only a month out from St. Andrews, and I, I love that uh, that event. It's just loaded with um, stories at the end of the week, and we've seen some players coming into good form here Um as we lead into this tournament, what what can we expect? Uh, do you think from that tournament is it is it going to play out with the Shefflers and the and the McRoy's and of course our man that's just won Matt Fitzpatrick? Or are you guys thinking that it's there's some other Europeans over there that might be hitting the front um, line at the end of the week?
2: Well, I think it's going to be so special, 150th Open at the home of golf at St Andrews. It's such an incredible. If you've ever been, if you haven't been to any golf tournament, if you need to go to one, it's this one. And it's going to be an absolutely fantastic event, and there will be a story. You know, there'll be someone from somewhere that we don't know, an un- unheralded local star who'll you know come up with a, a first round lead or a second round lead or be there or thereabouts. But I think what recent history is telling us in the majors is it will be the big guns, and more importantly, but the big guns in form. You know, we got spoiled didn't with by Tiger winning sort of every other major who played in, which was just an unbelievable run. What we're seeing now. Is sort of a part-time streaky dominance in the sport where McElroy can win four majors, Spieth can win a few, Brooks Kepka can win four out of I think six or eight it was in a fantastic run, and then they sort of tail off a bit because you cannot maintain that sort of level of dominance in a major, you know, in major golf format unless you're Tiger Woods. So I think what you're going to find now is you're going to find Scheffler, Fitzpatrick, Zalatoris, Morikawa, even who had you know three fantastic rounds at Brookline with just one really bad round in the third round, taking them out of the picture. But I think you're going to find the big ones who are informed, because as we've seen Scheffler there, they're about Fitzpatrick. Now that's two majors. He's been in the final group. Who's to say he can't do it at St. Andrews? Will Zalatoris second and then second. This guy, we've got to give Will some, some credit. He did not back down. He didn't flinch. He didn't lose that. Fitzpatrick won it. So with the mentality he's shown, especially for a guy who's never won on a PGA Tour, let alone a major, He'll be there or thereabouts again. So I think it will be one of these guys because I just think with only three weeks, the form will not go. You can take that form into the next round, and I think maybe Rahm would be the worry because I think his final round at the U.S. Open was really poor. But he should be there or thereabouts again. Rory McIlroy is obviously the interesting one. You know, he's like the flag bearer almost of normal golf, PGA Tour and European Tour against the live golf. He's had that. He won the Canadian Open the week before. So he had a lot on his plate heading into the US Open. And he managed to finish in the, I think he was fifth, tied fifth again. And he's finished in the top eight now of all three majors this year. And he's never done that before ever in his career. So, you know, he's waited eight years to win a major. That's long enough for a player, you know, as talented as Roy McElroy. So I think it's going to be one of those familiar names that's going to be in the claret jug in just, I think it's three weeks' time.
1: Yeah, it's coming up fast Paul and you're so right on Will Zelotoros and an alternate reality, just a slightly one he, he could have won three majors on the trot here so we've got to give him a massive shout out appreciate you and your time today great work uh, covering the event for the Beeb um, it was great to read your stuff and enjoy the old course for the 150th version of well, edition of uh, the Open what an absolute spectacle it'll be thanks for your time Paul